to down 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 this is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Right. No. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schleck. We are part of CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, also featured on Dash Radio, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 o'clock Central Time. And with me today is my good friend, Alex Spears. Alex, what's up? Hello! Welcome to Mellow Trade Day. It is Mellow Trade-a-Palooza. Uh, before we get to all the Mellow Trades, and there are a lot, and we asked for them on Twitter, and I used uh, maybe a couple of those, but I've come up with a bunch of trades that seem a little bit more reasonable. Uh, love you, Thunder <laughs> fans. You guys are the best. Um <laughs> Paul George. So Ryan Asillo said on his show that he talked to a trusted source that said that Paul George is gone, quote unquote gone. What are your what are your thoughts when you hear that, Alex? Well, I've been taking the position that I'm just assuming he's leaving. Yeah. Um, and that way I, I will not be disappointed if he does leave. I've already like mentally prepared for it. Um, I'm more interested in what you think because I was listening to your other podcast and you said you were 75% confident that he was coming back. Has that changed at all? Um, if it's changed, it's only like slightly. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, if anything, it's gone up. If anything, I'm, <laughs> I'm digging my heels in 80%. <laughs> no, I think... You know, there's going to be a ton of information out there and you don't know where it's coming from. I mean, if, if you remember, there wasn't like Ryan Russillo is not reporting that like Ryan Russillo is just talking and Ryan Russillo talks to people. Some people know what they're talking about. Some people think they know what they're talking about. Well, if you and I'm not like in any sort of inner circle with NBA, but I hear things from people like secondhand and I've heard of things like this is for sure happening for the Thunder. This is going to happen. Just wait for wait for the Woj tweet. Wait for this. Wait for that. And then it never happens. You know, there was also uh, I can't remember who reported it, but somebody reported that Kevin Durant is ninety percent coming. Sure, he's coming back to the Thunder. Remember that report? Yeah. Like there's yeah. just between now and July first, there is going to be so much out there. And we, you can't just bite on everything that's there. The, the, the reason that I say 75% and that's at the moment, that's probably still where I'm at is because we have no other indication from Paul otherwise. So may, maybe Paul is lying, which is a possibility. And like, what are the odds that the Thunder get two superstar forwards that are just flat out liars when it comes to the free agency stuff? Like, great. Like, why do, why do we have to get these two dudes? Um, it's very possible. I'm not out. I'm not saying that, that he's a hundred percent staying. And if he goes back on his word, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Like, I've just the information that I have and some of the people that I've talked to makes, I think that he's going to stay and give it another try. Uh, but the NBA landscape can change quickly. Um, and I think it, it, it sucks that we have to wait two months. This is going to be it's miserable. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. And I don't, 
there's just a, so much time. I'm so glad that LeBron is still playing and that they won last night. If you're a Thunder fan, uh, you should be rooting for LeBron James to stay in the playoffs as long as possible. And if he can stay in until June, fantastic. Um, because we don't want a ton of time for LeBron to to plan something else. Because he's like LeBron just gets what he wants. And if he wants Paul George, then I think that he could probably sway Paul George. But you know, maybe at the end of the day, he LeBron looks at Philly and says, "That's where I want to go." Like I love that team. I feel like I could we could, we could win a championship with those guys. Like I'm going to go to Philly, and then there's not enough room for Paul there. And then I think like that's obviously a good spot for him. Or if LeBron stays in Cleveland for another year, like who knows? Uh, but if like LeBron goes to the Lakers and he wants Paul to come, like that to me, that's the scenario. And I don't and know. I don't know what the likelihood is of something like that happening, though. Yeah, and and that's what would have been nice. Another like bonus of OKC making a run in the playoffs is that it would have kept Paul within like the organization closer for sure. a longer time. Instead, he's out there at Andy's frozen custard. Who knows who he's talking to out there? You know, <laughs> said, there, said, could, there could be Lakers out there. He said 150th and Penn. That's pretty far north. That's Laker country. That's, that's Laker land. Yeah, I I don't know. And I also think the Thunder are going to handle this a lot differently. And in particular, Russell Westbrook is going to be handling this free agency of Paul George a lot differently. I think, I think Paul is easily swayed. And as long as the Thunder have somebody in his ear, then I think that they have a shot. I think, you know, I didn't expect to be feeling this way today. I thought, you know, after they lost to the Jazz... My initial thought is he's just gone. Um, but the things that he said, and maybe I'm being swayed too much by what he said, uh, but he said a lot. He said way more than he needed to. Um, you know, most the smart thing to do, if especially if you just don't know what you're going to do, which I still don't think that he knows what he wants to do, is to just say, you know, when the time comes, I'll make that decision. But right now, you know, I'm, you know, focused on my game and focused on my family, you know, and like, right. and like no one would, as he's not a bad guy for saying that, like, but he didn't have to say first and foremost, I need to keep my relationship with Sam Presti. It's like, what? Like that? What? Like, that's just, it was just such an odd time. And then you like have the, like the mellow and the pulp, like it was just a lot on Saturday. There's just a lot to unpack there, but uh, let's let's move to talk a little bit about Carmelo. Hey, hey. can I ask you about uh, the exit interview? Because I yeah. was sort of following along. How long did that entire process take? Like, what time did you get to the building, and how long were you there? So I got to the building. Exit interview started at. They were supposed to start at twelve thirty. They didn't start until like twelve forty-five. I got there at about. 11:45 to set up and I you know had my recording equipment that I had to plug into the main system and then uh I had to uh not do much else other than that so I just sat there bored for a long time until <laughs> Billy started um and then Billy spoke for like 30 minutes or 25 minutes and then it was like one so I mean we had to wait around forever I mean the I stayed through Andre and then I didn't get to hear like Abrinas, Ferguson, uh, Tupat, all those guys. 
and I didn't leave. I left there at around five o'clock. Jeez. And then, and then exit interviews didn't end until like eight thirty. That's so long. Yeah, uh, and people are there all day. You know, a lot of people like Royce left early. Royce is covering Utah for ESPN mm-hmm. um, for the series, so he left early. Like the people that stayed late were like the Oklahoma guys, and Fred stayed late. Um, but a lot of people left after Paul and after Mello. Um, but yeah, the it was it's just an all day event. They provided pizza though, which is nice. I guess from where? From uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. All American? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's that uh there's that place over on may avenue and it's um this is a great podcasting right now you don't have to remember it's okay okay i'll remember it later but yeah it was was pretty good but yeah it's it's a long day it's certainly a long day today sam presti talks um at what time is that 11 11 30 i think or 11 o'clock so i'll i'll be there I'll be periscoping, so this should oh, be nice. this should be out before then. So uh, we'll talk to Sam for a little bit today. But yeah, so as the as the mellow thing was happening, like as he was talking, were you guys like looking around at each other, like oh wow, we're looking at mellow, but like afterwards when he's gets up to walk out, like I just turned to Fred and I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> what what this is crazy. Um, even on my Periscope feed, I asked Fred if he was willing to come off the bench for the Norman transcript. It's just like, wow. Like, I cannot believe that he did that. Um, which brings me to, yeah. like, the mellow trade in general. And hindsight says they should not have traded for Carmelo Anthony, right? Yes. <laughs> just spot <laughs> out, yes. Uh, yeah. I And I don't... I mean, maybe they get to the second round without him and maybe they don't. Uh, certainly their chances are better because their defenses would be better without him. You don't have to play Canner. Uh, he showed that he's fine. Uh, in fact, like he didn't hardly play in that rocket series and he still comes back and sits in the crowd and roots for Oklahoma city when he's an NBA player in his prime, which makes no sense at all. Like he loves the organization. So, and Fred has said this for a long time, like the biggest asset or the biggest part about like the mellow canner thing is like, you don't have to play him and he's okay with that. Uh, and mellow, right. mellow, you have to, and we saw why they had to on Saturday because I mean, that's to me, that's the tip of the iceberg. He didn't play for two games. Like he didn't play the minutes that he thought he should. And he played 25, 26 minutes. You know, if he, I mean, if if they would have like actually benched him and played him like five minutes in that game, one, I think they would have won the game. But I I think that there would have been hell to pay um, had that happened. I just you know I kind of feel for Billy Donovan in that situation, uh, especially after Carmelo completely threw him under the bus after Billy like praised him for five minutes. Um, it's a it's a weird situation, but they shouldn't have traded for him. I I do think that one of the positive outcomes, though, and there is Jeremy Grant. I don't think Jeremy Grant is this guy today. If Canner stays and he's forced to play, uh, you know, more power forward and more on the wing, 
and doesn't get a chance to be the backup center because he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been the backup right. center. And so I think we have a better version of Jeremy Grant today than we would have. Um, but overall, you have a better team. You know, you're, you kind of keep your identity and maybe you have a better chance of keeping Paul George. And they may keep him anyways, but they, they have a better chance of keeping Paul George if they're just a better team. Um, but anyways, that yeah, it's, it's weird thinking back to like how, how I and you felt right after that trade. Yeah. And, you know, I remember listening to Zach Lowe talk about it and like how wary he was of it. Mm-hmm. And, and I just didn't understand why, it was right. like, why, why would you not do that? And he, he said like, it's something you absolutely do, but I just don't know how it's going to work. And he was totally right. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. I, I <laughs> it's it's so it feels so weird to say to still say like yes, I'd absolutely do it again, a hundred percent. Right. Um, but it does feel like that kind of a deal. I mean, the the fact that Carmelo Anthony chose to come OK to OKC is still such a huge thing in this franchise's history. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that a player that big voluntarily chose to come to the thunder, I think is still such a huge moment for this organization. And I know it, it didn't work out in retrospect, but there, there were some like side, uh, side benefits or other interesting things about that trade that weren't negative. Right. And if the thunder can, in this situation, a lot of people are like, well, they should just, you know, piss him off and let him go. Tell him he's going to the bench and then have him opt out. Like, I don't think that that's the best thing for the Thunder. Like, Melo is still a very powerful NBA player amongst his peers. And if he's like, the Thunder screwed me. Like, they screwed up my career. And they, like, they cheated me out of $28 million because they knew that I wouldn't like this. I, I just don't think that bodes well for the Thunder. And I don't think that they do that either. A lot of people are suggesting that. that that's not the best route for OKC. Um, but we're going to talk now, about we're going to talk about some routes, but I don't think that's the best route. So when I guess going back to the exit interview, the reason why I was kind of like suspicious of a buyout even happening is because we've heard all year about how liked Mello is within the locker room. Yeah. And like how much Russ and Paul George like respect him and look up to him mm-hmm. and imagine in a scenario I guess it's easier to imagine them buying him out if Paul came back. Um, but if Paul leaves and it's just Russ and then you have to tell Russ like this guy that you respect and, and you really like, we're just going to pay him to not be on this team. Like, do you feel like that's an issue at all? Or do you think Russ would be totally cool with it? Um, I think that Russell and Paul saw that they couldn't win with him, <laughs> you know, like just more, more so than we did, you know, right. Like if you're on that court, like those dudes understand the numbers too. Like they would look at all the numbers. Those guys know, understand all of this stuff way better than any of us do. And they saw the minus 19 and they saw that they're working their butts off on defense only to get put into a switched into a mellow versus whoever the jazz wanted matchup and that they killed him. They saw like, they see that they know that they love. It doesn't, I don't think that they're 
their affinity for him changes. But I do think that Russell and Paul see like, oh, well, like th- this is not this is not a good scenario. And and Mello, he could have come back and said the right things. You know, I need to get into better shape. I need to take need to work on my jump shooting and I'm going to come back and we're, you know, we're going to give this another go. And I feel like I can be, you know, in better physical condition for the role that I need to be in. Well, we didn't get that. We got, I can't play that role. I cannot be effective in that role. I need my old role back. You know, this, they, they didn't know what they were doing here, you know, completely throws Billy under the bus. And I think that they see that too. And they're just, I, I, I don't think that they, that their friendship will change, but I do think that the way that they think about him as a basketball player has changed. And, you know, Paul did not mention Mello in his exit interview. And I think that that's significant in which Paul mentioned him every, like almost every time we talked to him about this team and their potential, he talked about Mello, but when he talked about his decision moving forward, he didn't mention him. And I, I don't think that that was an accident. No, but what about the scenario where Paul leaves? Yeah, I think that in that scenario, they probably do just keep Carmelo and want... That would be a really stripped-down team. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, Melo may be more effective in as, like, the second score. Like, that could... that could He could be he could be better. There were scenarios where he was better. Um, I, I also think it could be a complete disaster. <laughs> um but i think that it's more if paul leaves i think it's more likely that they don't trade or buy him out but if paul stays i i think that they will try to buy give him a buyout or they will try to trade him and yeah i i think that both that that makes a lot of sense to me and if they are if if paul does leave and they keep him then you know it, the 28 million sucks, but it's also 28 million coming off your books the following summer. Um, the only, the only thing is that if, if Paul does leave even next year, like even after Carmelo comes off the books, they're still going to have a lot of salary assuming they resign Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they it's will. Not, it's not like they'll be able to make any big moves in that instance. And so I do wonder if they could make a trade for some longer term money right now, knowing that they're not going to have a lot of flexibility going forward anyways, mm-hmm. would, would they do it? Um, and that kind of gets into the whole idea of a mellow trade, which yeah. I originally thought was just completely ridiculous because he, he does have the no trade clause, you know, all we've heard for the last like two months from everywhere on social media is how bad Mello is, how washed up he is. And it's like, why would any team ever want him? Uh, but the thing that kind of turned it for me was realizing that you don't really need a team to actually give him starters minutes to give him what he wants. You just need a team who's willing to buy him out. Yep. You just need a team who has a contract that they want to get off of uh, long term, and they they're just willing to bring on Mello and and you know get, take get rid of that money for one year, yeah. And that yeah. kind of opens up the possibilities significantly. You know what else has open possibilities significantly? <laughs> is, is this a lead into an ad? It's the press. It's located in the <laughs> Plaza District downtown. It's seriously incredible. Just the even just 
if you just strip, take away all the food, just the ambiance, it's incredible. They've done a fantastic job with their building. They have. You've been there, haven't you? Take away all the food. Just go in there and sit. And it's great. It's a great place. Their bathroom is even great. They got this wood countertop that it's just cool. It's just a cool place. I'm just telling you. Uh, But then when you bring in the food, it's so, so good. You can get their house smothered tots. Uh, tater tots stuffed with cheddar, topped with bacon bits, topped with white gravy, or topped with chili and queso. Uh, man, it's so good. You can get there. And if you haven't been, it's a newer restaurant, so probably a lot of you haven't been. If you live in OKC, you got to go. But you you got to have something with the mac and cheese, whether it's the chili mac, whether it's the buffalo mac and cheese, which is my favorite. They have the barbecue mac option. Uh, it's outstanding. You can get their meatloaf, which is so good, and it comes with the mac and cheese. I'm just telling you, you, you won't regret that at all. Uh, if you're looking for a healthier option, they've got great salads. It's all just so fresh. Their ingredients are fresh. Uh, also, a veggie burger. If you like a veggie burger, this is probably the best veggie burger in town. So you've got to go get that. Uh, check out the press. Support the people that support Down to Dunk and eat at the press. Alex, it's time for some trade calls. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, you you go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to be trading Carmelo Anthony and in most of these landing spots, he would be bought out and we'll discuss it afterwards, whether we think that he could actually play for this team or he would be bought out. There's, there's certainly some scenarios where he could play, um, for quite a few of these teams, but there, there's, there'll also be some scenarios where we know that Mello would not want to. Um, okay. Are you ready? Ring and ring, ring ring, ring and ring. Hello, this is Sam. It's Gar Foreman, and I'm interested in trading for Carmelo Anthony. Oh, did you say? Did you say Carmelo? Yeah, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. My alarm just went off. Give me a second. Sorry about that. Sam, sorry, sorry. Sam, sorry. Sam, what is Sam? What is going on? I start. So I apologize about that. It just goes off. I'm Gar. What do you got for me, Gar? Uh, We'll trade you Robin Lopez for Carmelo Anthony, Dakari Johnson, and a second round pick. You're giving me the second round pick? Yo, you're giving me Melo, Dakari, and a second rounder, and I'm giving you Robin Lopez. Hmm. Are you sure you don't want to give me a second round pick? <laughs> Wait, we have. Do we don't? We could give you next. We could give you next year. Years. I, do I need to give you a second round pick to make this happen? <laughs> no. Um. I w- obviously you do that. I mean, Robin Lopez only has one year left. Now, why would they do it? Um. It helps them reach the salary floor. I have no idea. And they can also get it. They get they get an extra asset in a second round pick. They get a look. At, yeah, they get a look at Dakari. Yeah, but that second round pick just costs them thirteen million dollars. That's the difference between Carmelo and Robin Lopez's salaries. Well, the Bulls are big dumb idiots. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so thinking about, 
like obviously as the thunder you would have to do that yeah i i think i think with any carmelo trade we know that they're going to have to take back a bad contract yeah don't you think it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad player yes Uh, yeah if if yes and there's a lot more there's some bad contracts coming okay 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 but yeah i was just thinking it also just helps their tanking cause to bring get robin lopez off the roster get him to a situation that he would like buy out carmelo anthony and then you get to play your young guys you actually get to see if felicio's any good because he was pretty he was pretty terrible last year but um i almost think they'd rather get off of felicio maybe but he's a younger but he's a younger guy who didn't get a ton of time last season right yeah so i just wonder if they i mean i think before they just give up on him they just probably need to give him a better look um but yeah he may not be any good that that may be a deal they'd be more interested in um but yeah i i just like the i i think there's a few scenarios here where I like the idea of them bringing in another big guy and trying to go back to what they were trying to do before, you know, see, I almost could see them more wanting to do like, uh, Omer Ashik who still has two years left. Cause last year is a player option. If I'm reading this correctly. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Trying to I, get off of his money. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would. I just feel, I mean, I think the thunder would, take back a bad deal but it would have to be somebody that can play yeah because no matter what any of these deals the thunder are basically committing to being a tax team for a while yes and also i think that a lot of these trades imply that paul is staying with is, is with the implication that he stays because i don't know that they would make some, they would certainly make the Robin Lopez deal, but I don't know if they would make some of these other deals with the long-term money that would be coming in. If they're just going to like, who knows what they'd be. Yeah. Um, I think they'd rather just hold on to mellow and let that salary expire. Um, but yeah, uh, ring, 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 ring. Good morning. This is Sam doc. It's doc rivers. Uh, I'm interested in trade for Carmelo Anthony. Oh, well, you know, Mello, he, he's so great. He sacrificed so much when he was in here in OKC. You know, a story I like to tell is that when Mello first got here, okay, he had this pet bird, all right, a beautiful bird, big beak, big old feathers, you know, the whole thing. Problem was, it wasn't a scissor tail flycatcher. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. So anyways, I, I made him sacrifice the bird at our first practice, but just an amazing guy. Okay, Sam. Uh, are you are you with me? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, all right. Uh, Patrick Beverly, Danilo Gallinari for Mello, Terrence Ferguson, and two second round picks. Oh wow, man! Are those this year's two second round picks? Uh, no, Samuel. These are future second round picks. Man, that's a lot. It's that's a, lot. a lot. It's a lot. But you're you're getting back two players that, I mean, Gallo obviously has his injury history, but 
and guys, Beverly. Beverly has his injury history too, but guys that could theoretically play for you though. Right. Um, man, I don't, I don't know if I do that. I mean, the names are great. I love the idea of Gallo. I love the idea of Beverly. I think Beverly and Russ would be a great backcourt. Which is um, a hilarious statement. <laughs> I know. But because Beverly can, you know, shoot a little, uh, I think that'd be really fun. But I, their injury history, I mean, Beverly's goes back a while, too. I, I, that's, that's locking yourself into a lot of injury money. Would you do and it if get, you, would you do it if you didn't have to include Ferguson? Probably because I feel like Ferguson is the one piece on this team that you look at as having a possible chance of, you know, making a leap at some point. I mean, he's still so young. Um, if they get rid of him, they really do not have a lot of young talent, like really young talent on the team or, an opportunity to bring in a lot of young talent because of their picks in the future. Would you do it? No Ferguson, but you have to include their next year's first round pick. Ours? Yeah. I don't, you can't. Well, you're right. You can't. The earliest we could do is 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next available is first round. Pick. Would you do 2022? No. I wouldn't. Not good enough. Okay. Patrick Beverly, if if healthy, though, you could, and if Paul George stayed. Yes, it'd be crazy. Beverly, Russell. Robertson. Robertson. George. George. (laughs) Adams. Well, and if you close with Jeremy Grant at center. Yeah. Like that would be be ferocious. That would be the best defense in the NBA. Russ wouldn't even have to play. He wouldn't even have to pretend he could just hang out on the side. We could actually finally do the four on five that Vivek wanted to try. Russell would get so many defensive three seconds in that scenario where he's just standing there waiting for the rebound. It'd be amazing. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Good morning. This is Sam. John Hammond from Orlando. And I'm interested in Carmelo. Now, John, I have to ask you, are you interested in Mellow? Or hoodie mellow, because you can't have them both. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But honestly, we really didn't realize they were the same person for the first couple months. Uh, I'm interested in the uh, mellow that helps me take away some some money off my books. That's the mellow I'm interested in. Um, well, let's hear what you got to say. Money mellow, contract mellow. Uh, okay, Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross for Carmelo and Terrence Ferguson. Vucevic. Vucevic. How many years does he have left? I think he's got another one after this one. After this next one, I mean. No. Last, last, next year's... See, see, I don't think Orlando does that. Because those are both expiring. He's expiring next season? Yeah. Vooch and Ross. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think obviously... Yeah, you, he is. You would do it even, even though I don't think there's a ton of minutes for Vooch. I mean, he's basically Cantor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play him how you play Cantor, which is probably good for Vooch. Um, and then Ross is just another wing who can shoot. So, I'd, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Okay, what about this one? I feel like that you'd have to take back Biombo. That's what I was about to say. Instead of Vucevic, Bismack Biombo, and Terrence Ross 
for Mello and Ferguson. Yeah, that sounds more realistic. And I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> I mean, you're basically only committing to an extra 17 million in 1920 because that's Biombo's player option. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just don't know if that's worth it. Biombo got a player option. <laughs> Biombo got a player option. 2016. I need a t-shirt that says Bismack Biombo has a player option for 17 million. <laughs> oh man. What if yeah, you did see, what if you didn't have to trade the Terrences? What if you just received a Terrence and got back Biombo and Terrence Ross and it was just straight up for Mello? I'll be honest, I thought that's what you said the first time and so I still would not do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see I think if they're going to take back long-term money it has to be a guy who they see as like a part of their core it doesn't necessarily have to be like a starter or something but it has to be someone that they see as like one of their top seven or eight guys and i just don't know if biombo's that i mean he would get playing time just because we don't really have a backup center but now you're taking those minutes away from jeremy assuming they bring him back it's just i'm not a fan yeah, some people have suggested Fournier, but I don't think why would the Magic trade away like their most productive player? Yeah, that would only be if they or one of their most productive players they just wanted to blow it up again. Mm-hmm. But still, <laughs> I think that you can hang on to him, and I mean, obviously, you can still be bad enough. Yeah, and is it is it really a blow up if you're already bad? I don't know what it is. What if you're if you're already blown up? Can you blow up again? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, that's. I mean, they the Biombo money would be the one that they would like to get rid of for sure. Um, but yeah, they they buy out Mellow and then they can be on their way. Uh, okay, next one. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, this is Sam. This is uh, Travis Schlenk from the Atlanta Hawks, and I'm interested in trading for Carmelo Anthony. Oh, no. Now, Travis, I got to be honest. It's going to be hard for us to trade Melo. I mean, here's a guy. He comes into OKC and right off the bat, he embraces our culture. I remember after his first home game, Melo came up to me, looked me dead in the eye and said, Sam, we need more storm chasers, at least 100 more. He said, I want storm chasers in every aisle, every bathroom. I want fans to throw away their trash and find a storm chaser hiding in every garbage can. Now, we ended up not following through on Mello's request, but it was clear he believed in us. Now, Sam, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know what a storm chaser is, but I have a deal for you. Well, let's hear it. Kim Bazemore and Miles Plumley for Carmelo. Oh, gosh, man. I did not expect you to spring the Miles Plumley on me. Hey, Miles is just being passed around the NBA. Okay, so these guys, Bazemore, obviously they have contracts next year. And then in 1920, Bazemore has a $19 million player option. Another guy with a player option. Yep. $20 million player option. And Miles Plumlee in 1920 still gets $12.4 million. Yep. (sighs) I feel like, again, I would not do that deal because... The Bazemore thing would be fine, but I don't feel like 
Plumley is bringing enough, I feel like that is going to end up just being dead salary. He's not going to, I don't see him getting enough minutes on this team to make it worth it. Cause remember all of these contracts, you have to like add millions of dollars to them because the team would be in the luxury tax and mm-hmm. also the repeater tax at that point. Mm-hmm. So like convincing Clay Bennett and that ownership group to not just pay these contracts, but <laughs> pay more for them than they already are. I feel like it has to be, it has to be a little bit better. I, and I, and I get that we're trading Carmelo Anthony, yeah. but that, that, that is a good deal for Atlanta because they get off of what is that? Like an extra $31 million in 1920. Yeah. They save, they even save a little bit of money this year. Would you, um, would and, you and do that's it? What I'm, would you do just base, just base more? Just basey straight up, straight up. Uh, yeah, I actually might because that the thunder actually would save like 9 million or whatever this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have to obviously have the extra year of him, but how, how do you think he would fit into this rotation? I mean, obviously all it's always good to have more wings, but yeah, I think that he's like your eighth or seventh or eighth guy probably. Yeah. No, well that makes it sound not as great. <laughs> I just don't think I think that he's overrated in the minds of everybody. Yeah. Clearly, I mean he got that contract. Yeah. But good for him. Like I don't think that he play over Robertson when he comes back and Robertson was very optimistic that he would be back by training camp. So Yeah. And then you're taking minutes from Abrinas. Yes, and then he, how, how, it would be it would be a battle between a, he, Abrinas, and Ferguson for minutes, and you know Baysmore can steal more minutes at the three, but he's also not really well suited for that position. I mean, it's it's not the greatest fit in the world, but obviously that's he's a better fit than Mello is, right? And I guess he's not he's not necessarily big enough to play at the three consistently. I mean, he's only six five, yeah, two hundred pounds. Yeah, he's not. He yeah, he's a shooting guard, which okay. it's not. It would be the Thunder would then have three shooting guards that can only play a shooting guard, which is not the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. If they do this, if they do one of these trades, it feels like it needs to be a bigger wing that can be a little more versatile. Hey, but beggars can't be choosers, Alex. You're right. You're right. I don't know why I just started begging there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Ring, 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 ring. Good morning, Sam Presty. Neil Olshay uh, from the Portland Trailblazers, and I'm interested in bringing Carmelo Anthony onto my team. Oh, wow. Well, I'll tell you right now, you'd be getting a player who is incredibly confident. I remember his first day in Oklahoma City. We took him to Bricktown, and we were walking along the streets, and I remember Melo turned to me, and he said, Sam, when I get done here, they're going to call this place Brick City. And he was right. Everyone <laughs> calls it Brick City now. <laughs> oh, Sam. Uh, we want to bring Brick City to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first offer is Evan Turner and Myers Leonard for Kamalini. <laughs> nope. See ya. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Bye. It was just a joke. We're going to just rot with that Myers Leonard contract. Okay. My real offer is Evan Turner and Mo Harkless for 
uh, Mello and Terrence Ferguson. So I actually thought that Evan Turner had three more years, but he only has two more years. So he's 17.8 next year, 18.6 the following year. This is 10.8 and then 11.5. I mean, Turner is definitely a bigger wing. He could back up Paul George. Uh, Or if Paul George, (laughs) no, I don't want to think about that. If Paul George wasn't here, <laughs> no way you make this deal because then you're looking at Robertson and Evan Turner. Oh my! Goodness. As your wings. Oh, sounds like a bad idea. Um, I do like the idea though of Evan Turner maybe on the second unit. You yeah, know, that yeah. wouldn't be too bad. That, can, that continues then, to be a thing. The idea of Evan Turner continues to be a thing. Yeah, and then Harkless, I, I like. Yeah, Harkless would make sense. Um, He's he's a little bit bigger. He could play a bunch of the forward spots. So I would say I I ooh, I do that if Paul comes back because because those are both legitimate NBA rotation players and they're both bigger wings. Yeah. Slash forwards. Yeah. So I I think if Paul comes back, I do that because that actually gives you some depth. Yes. And, so, and a little bit of vers- a little bit more versatility, and also Carmelo may stay in Portland and play and be their starting four, and, mm, and give that a try. Yeah, give that a try. <laughs> I'm I'm I don't know. There there will be some teams that will say I feel like we can do better than what OKC did with him, and we don't feel like OKC did him right. There will be scenarios where that happens. And I think Portland could be one of them where they just like need, they need a shakeup and they're not quite ready to break up the CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard duo. And I don't, I would, if I were an advisor for the Blazers, I would say, don't touch us with a 10 foot pole. I'd rather have Evan Turner right now. Um, but like, who knows? Like who knows that he, he could be better in Portland. He could, I, I just think some of, some of Mello is that he's just not in good shape. And if he was in a different scenario and go and could be in good shape, he could be better. But mm. well, uh, I don't. I don't know how likely that is. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Uh, this is Sam Presty, uh, Arnie Grunfeld, Samuel. I'm interested in trading for Carmelo. Oh, Carmelo Anthony. Well, you know, Melo. He is a total professional. You know, some people, they call him a pro's pro. He shows up every day, fully dressed, ready to play basketball. I mean, seriously, every day he arrived at our facility, shirt, pants, shoes, just just completely dressed. He, he is an incredible professional, always wearing clothes. Uh, yeah. Sam, I need, I need more info than that here in a little bit, but let me give you the framework of a deal. Okay. Uh, Mar- Markeith Morris, who will be an expiring deal, and Jan Mahimi for Carmelo. Yeah. See <laughs> uh, Sam, you okay? <laughs> uh, that would make Joe House very happy. Yeah. Um, but doesn't make me happy. Uh, let's think about this. So Jan has... 16 million this year, 16 million the following season. So two more years left. 8.6 Markeith. I mean, Markeith is is fine. I, I wouldn't mind Markeith. Oh, man. He's got a toot, though. 
He does. He got a big old dude. Um, I, I probably don't do that. Okay. It's it's closer than some of the other ones, but as of I, I don't think that's as good as the Portland deal. Yeah, probably not. It's a step down from that. Jan can be good though. He can, but I just don't know if getting another center, you know, is the ideal thing. And I think if they do have to take back another center, you you would want, um, I don't know, you'd want a wing or a forward a little bit better than Mark Keefe. Yeah. No offense to Mark Keefe. And he's got the dude, man. He's got that dude. Uh, okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, this is Sam. Sean Marks from the Brooklyn Nets. Hi, Sean. Hello. Uh, we're interested in bringing Mello to Brooklyn. Oh, well, you know, I, I, I love Mello's game. I, I like to compare his game to jazz music, you know, and people will say to me, in what way, Sam? And I say, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure. It's just something I've heard people say. And they say, yeah, but seriously, what are you talking about? And I say, you know, I don't know. I really wish I could just take it back at this point. I get that all the time. Uh so th- this deal s- sounds like jazz to me. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Alan Crabb and Jeremy Lin for Carmelo Anthony and Alex Sabrinas. Oh, you threw the, you threw the, ooh, ooh, you threw the curveball in there, taking Abrinas back. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So Jeremy Lin coming off a patellar tendon rupture, right? You get to have two of those guys. (laughs) Two. It's like a it's an experiment. They can they can rehab together. They can Mm. be in the same little patellar boat. Wow. Uh, You know that I love Jeremy Lin. One of his biggest fans. Mm -hmm. Me personally. This is Alex talking. Uh, He's awesome. But he's been injured two years in a row now. And Alan Crabb, sort of like uh, Kent Bazemore, a guy that you can't really, you don't really want to play Alan Crabb at the three. Yeah. So you're basically playing him behind Robertson and having him compete with Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's great uh, luxury. It'd be a great, you know, uh, injury insurance if one of those other guys get hurt. But I don't know that I do that. Yeah. I think I'd rather just keep Raymond Felton for the minimum. <laughs> yeah. And Ray expressed that he wants to come back. Yeah. More. But yes, that was another deal I, I was looking at. You know, the other one people were talking about was in doing another trade with Brooklyn that included Mozgov. But I think Mozgov is another one of those ones that you just don't want to touch. I'd rather just pay or buy out Mello for a season. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Man, 18.5 for two years for Alan Crabb is that's tough, but he can play. He can, you know, like that's, that's the thing is that he can play. And so, Hey, they're still going to be paying D will in 2019, 2020. Wow. 5.4 million. Yeah. That's not okay. Okay. You think Mello would go play in Brooklyn? Uh, I feel like he would say that he would, and then he'd get there, and the Nets would just buy him out. Because <laughs> why would the Nets want? I mean, I mean, they're, the, next year is their first year where they're tanking. I feel like they're just focusing on all their young guys. I don't know why you'd want to bring in Melo unless it's just to 
get people to buy tickets? Are people still buying tickets for Carmelo? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a know. thing people do? I, if, I'm, if I live in New York, I'm done with Melo by now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he would be excited about it. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would, he would want to buy out. He'd want to go somewhere else. Um, yeah. Ring, 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 ring. Good morning. This is Sam. Yo, it's Mitch Klepchik. I'm back. And I want Carmelo Anthony. Uh, who'd you say? I want Carmelo Anthony. Oh, wow. Well, with Carmelo, you'd be getting an incredible communicator on defense. You know, our coaches would tell me that he's always talking on defense, always communicating. Now, to be fair, he's usually not talking about defense necessarily, but he is definitely speaking out loud. And we really value the spoken word in our organization, regardless of context or meaning. <laughs> yeah, we're really wanting to pair Mello and Dwight Howard in 2018-19. <laughs> so that's that's our track right now. Um, Nick Batum from Mello, straight up. All right. So the Nick Batum contract is different than previous ones we talked about in that it goes on for three more years. Mm-hmm. Player option for twenty-seven million in two thousand and twenty. A man, it's about as bad as it gets. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys where if he was completely healthy, if he had gone to Charlotte and just been, you know, fine, but not had been injured, basically what he's done in Charlotte, but just take out the injuries. Yeah, I, I, I might do it. Um. And I would totally get why Charlotte would do it because it does. It feels like this team's heading for a blow up, yeah. And that'd be great to get off of like literally fifty two million dollars mm-hmm. in future money. Um. So in that case, because with his injuries, I feel like if I was a Thunder, I would ask for more back because you would really be helping them out. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else I really want. I was gonna say like two. <laughs> Willie Hernan Gomez. Yeah, I do like Willie Hernan Gomez. Um, Dwayne Bacon. He's got a great name. He's terrible, though. I saw some people mention mention MKG. I I feel like that's I mean, it's nice insurance for Robertson. But if they're both healthy and you're tempted to play both of them ever. Mm -hmm. So Tyler K. Feld at Tyler K. Feld on Twitter mentioned Marvin Williams and MKG for Mello and, and Ferguson. Yeah, no. See, I don't want to give up Ferguson for that. I, I, I like the, I like Marvin Williams. I think he would find minutes on this team. Yeah, he he's, but he's like two pat. Like he'd be he like is. the two pat. Is exactly. Yeah, but he's played. He played twice the amount, or more than twice. Well, now that now Billy could split those ten minutes per game between two guys. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like that either. I don't like the idea of Michael Carter Williams and Robertson being on the same team, and like they both deserve minutes. And but you said Michael Williams. Oh, I did say Michael Carter Williams. I don't like that <laughs> idea either. I, I don't um, like that one either. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't like the idea of those guys being on the same team because it just is you're you're taking a step further away from what this team really needs. And that's Russ surrounded by shooting with the Adams, Russell pick and roll. Like that's what you need. Like if you want to yeah. be successful with Russell, that's what you need. And if you have, I mean, just imagine a world where Robertson on one side, MKG on the other, <laughs> and everyone just packs the paint. Like they just, you know, 
they just Stan Van Gundy style build a wall like against Russell Westbrook and things are just awful. Like it would, it would just be terrible and it would be such a thunder thing to do to be like, that would yeah. be the absolute like doubling down on Russ's current play style. Oh man. It would be so terrible. Like they, like what they need to do next season, even if Paul doesn't come back is you play a Brinus a ton. You go find somebody else on the wing that can shoot it or at least a forward that can shoot it. Or you play Patterson and see if you can get him more shots and you have to just spread the floor, play the pick and roll. And you just, that's how you are effective. And that's how you, I mean, that's how you're going to do it. Unless Russell is like willing to set off ball screens and shoot off the dribble and you get somebody else in there that can dribble like, but that's not going to happen. So you just have to get shooting. Like you just have to, and you know, you have to play Robertson like you do. And that's, I think Robertson with George uh, makes a ton of sense. I think that it becomes a tougher equation with Robertson with just Russell and Adams because yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not talking about like an elite team there. You're talking about a team that's like just going to almost be like a gimmicky team. That's just going to make the playoffs and maybe give somebody a run for their money in the first round, you know, and you know, Robertson is helpful and I like him a lot. Um, but when it comes down to it, like shooting with Russell is so, so important. And, um, and Robertson is obviously important to this team and he's very, very good. Uh, but at, at that point, I think Robertson become, can become an asset that you can flip for, uh, more shooting. Cause I just think that the Thunder are just desperate for that. Oh yeah. I mean, a team like Portland, God, they would, they would be so much better with someone like Robertson. Yeah. Or Denver. Yeah. Is, is like the, and we've tried to trade him to Denver for forever and <laughs> tried so hard. I've tried. Come on guys. Um, but they're also like Denver, like all the assets that we would have wanted a few years ago are about to be gone too. Um, so, and also like Wilson Chandler was terrible last year. And that was always a guy that we kind of looked to. Uh, okay. I've got, believe it or not, I've got three left. <laughs> you have three? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Uh, good morning. This is Sam. It's Pat Riley. And I want hey, Mello. Oh, Mello. Wow. Well, we, we loved having Mello here in Oklahoma City. You know, he's such an adaptable person. I remember one day after Mello signed, he said, is it always this hot in September, Sam? And I said, well, you know, Mello, Will Rogers once said that if you don't like the weather in Oklahoma, just wait a minute. And so we did. Mello and I stood there for a full 60 seconds after which I realized that Will Rogers is a huge liar and has no idea what he was talking about. Yep. Yeah, Sam. Uh, <laughs> um, sure. Sure is difficult sometimes in life. Uh, okay. I've got, I got a scenario for you and it's this, and this is the only conversation I'd be willing to have with you. It's okay. Carmelo Anthony straight up for Hassan Whiteside. Nope. Okay. Uh, nice. Nice hearing from you, Samuel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. No, no, you can't. You can't do How, that. What is he? Uh, he has two more years. Yeah, I don't want that. And we're, we talked about a dude with um, Mark Keefe, but mm. Ooh, mm. can you can you imagine Hassan Whiteside coming <laughs> coming off the bench behind? 
uh, Stephen Adams and playing like 20 minutes a night in the canter role. Like he would be so miserable. Now, is that your only Miami deal? Uh, it is. Yeah. Cause I, f- I feel like there's other, th- other reasons, other incentives for them to get off of some of this money. You don't think they'd want to get off of some of this. You mean like uh, Tyler Johnson or James Johnson who has three more years? Well, I guess the last year is a team option. But. Yeah, but he's kind of good, and he's kind of—I mean—he played a lot for them. I thought he about did. that. I thought about that. Like the Thunder would love to have James Johnson. I think he would help a lot. But I just don't. Yeah. I just I don't know how much Miami is. How excited they would be to, you know, James Johnson was better than Mello this year. He had a better PER than Mello, which is crazy. Yeah. 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 Um. But I do or, think uh, that if if Melo's going to go anywhere and be successful, I think the Heat is a scenario where that could happen because they demand that you're in shape. And I think if Melo gets in shape, then because they don't, he won't play if he's not right. Like they don't play their guys if they're not in shape. And so, on the other hand, if it turns bad, then you have an all-time two lineup of <laughs> Melo and Whiteside in the front court. <laughs> that's true i do i do think that that would be a good scenario for Melo, where he could stay a year get in good shape and then go out and get another contract after that because he could be like Melo could still be effective in a role and i think that the heat are you know Dwayne wade looked a whole lot better in miami than he did in cleveland and i think that there could be a scenario where Melo looks better there too um also because they there's not a guy that's trying to take all the shots there and i think there's there's some shots there that he could take uh ring 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 good morning this is sam hello sam it's cole colby altman from uh the cleveland cavaliers the colbs coldman it's, it's actually not colby kobe kobe altman uh i'd like to trade for Carmelo anthony Oh, well, we, we appreciate so much what Melo did for our franchise this season. He brought a toughness to this team that we just didn't have. I remember one time at a team dinner, someone ordered Ted's Escondido by accident, and Melo actually ate his entire meal. <laughs> and for the guys in the locker room, watching Melo eat all of his gray orange Tex-Mex food stuff was really amazing. Just incredible resiliency. Yeah, we're we're looking for that. We want some of that. Uh, we'll we'll do uh, Tristan Thompson and Jordan Clarkson for Carmelo. Nope. Come on, Sam. I'll say it again. Nope. Turning that one down. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, Jordan Clarkson has uh, not not he's, been not been great for the Cavs in the playoffs so so far. He is not, and he's he's another one of these guys. He's you. He's not bigger. You can't play him. Yeah, he's a, anywhere other than the one or two. Yep. And they're pretty much set there. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, about I guess they're not set, but they've they've got guys that can play that yeah. are of the, of the same caliber as Clarkson. Yeah. I can't believe that the deal I am most excited about so far is Evan Turner. That is sad. But I think that's realistic. Yeah. Yeah, Talk about certainly, Mello. certainly. Talk about Mello. Uh, okay, what about George Hill? 
Uh-huh. <laughs> George Hill. And, uh-huh. um, ugh. See, they wouldn't want to give up Kyle Corver because he is like their second best player. <laughs> <laughs> what about George Hill and Clarkson? So the George Hill thing, he, his contract in 2019 is only 1 million guaranteed. Right. Right. Yeah. That didn't change, right? It did not. No, McKellen and I talked about it and he went back and forth on what it was and I wasn't looking it up. And then we finally figured out that that was the case. Mm, okay. Um, so George Hill. Oh, and Jordan Clarkson. God, so many guards on this team. A lot of guards. Are we just giving up Mello in that scenario? Yeah. Yeah, just for Mello. And uh, when does Jordan Clarkson has two years left? Yes. yes. Ooh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, but then we get to have two, two guys from Tulsa. Right? They're both from Tulsa. I think Jordan Clarkson, he well, he's not from Tulsa, but he played for Tulsa, the University of Tulsa. Oh, Tulsa really? University. Hey, recommendation. Uh, mm-hmm. On Netflix, they just put all the seasons of Lockup. <laughs> yeah. And, there, and, there's, and there's one in Tulsa. It was really good. Oh. It's my favorite show. Lockup? Well, I don't even know what it is. That's it's so, just prison documentaries. Prison, yeah, prison show. That's what I figured it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't do that. No, thanks. Yeah. All right. Last one. Ring, 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 last ring. one. Hello, this is Sam. Uh, Daryl Bory. Oh, geez. Hey, 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 Sam. Uh, uh, you, you know, the last time we completed a trade, you remember what happened? Uh, now I want to trade nope. for Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> nope. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, I, I love Melo's game. His game reminds me of if Pink Floyd's 1973 classic Dark Side of the Moon had a child with Miles Davis's 1959 classic Kind of Blue. And that child turned out to be Bob Dylan's 1975 classic Blood on the Tracks, which is just a list of albums that I like to regularly bring up in public. <laughs> oh, wow, Sam. You've, uh, you've certainly got off the deep end, and I can understand why. Um, uh, Carmelo Anthony for Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson. Yep. He has two years left. Correct? Yes. Yes, yes that's 20.4 correct. 20.4 and 21.2. So Houston does it whether they want Mello or not because they can get off of $21 million in 2019. We would do it because Ryan Anderson is still serviceable, still an NBA player. Yeah. He he wouldn't complain about coming off the bench. Nope. Um, man. Okay. I do that if if Paul George is staying. If Paul George is leaving, I don't think I do that. Hey, hey, Sab. Yeah. Psych. I'm not doing that anyway. See you later. I'm going to the finals. Jeez, oh, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there, there. I don't, I don't know that everyone like brings up Houston. Still, I don't know that they want to do that now. 
like he and D'Antoni did not have a great relationship in yeah. New York. And I just, I don't know. You know, I didn't realize how interesting uh, Houston's roster is going into next year. Yeah. Like they, they need to pay Chris Paul, Trevor Ariza, Lucumba Mute, um, Gerald Green. I mean, he'll still be cheap. But I think mm-hmm. Mba Mute could get a little bit of money from someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could. And he should. So He hasn't really ever, I mean, ever been paid properly. Yeah. I guess they'll just pay all these guys. I mean, they, they have perfectly good reason to be a tax team. Yeah, oh, yeah, They're yeah, yeah. really good. They will be. But, yeah. Um, okay. That's all. We, we've gone. We've gone long, obviously. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening <laughs> to our show. There- our final answer is Evan Turner. <laughs> but there's options there will be options if the thunder are looking to trade him to a team that's willing to buy him out uh in which case like the no trade clause does matter certainly but it doesn't matter quite as much because he just has a year left he could he could be bought out by whatever team if they're if they're not concerned with getting back talent like we're talking about like orlando if they're atlanta or teams like that if they're just concerned with eliminating long-term money, like Mello is a, is a way to do that. And so there are, there are more avenues than like any of us had originally thought to get rid of Carmelo Anthony um, and for the Thunder to not just get rid of him for nothing, but to bring back a contract that obviously is not favorable, but you bring in a guy that can play still. You don't lose him for nothing. So that there are there are avenues to this happening. I don't know if the Thunder would just rather just buy him out and just be done with it, and that way they can avoid a bigger tax bill in the coming years, or if they would entertain bringing in more talent to kind of push forward, especially if Paul decides to stay. So uh, it'll be interesting. But you guys should all follow Alex on Twitter at Al Baby Cakes. Uh, he's a great follow. You can follow us on Twitter at Down to Dunk. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Please leave us a five-star review if you have a chance today. It's a free way that you guys can support us. Uh, there's been some people, there's, there's a jazz fan that left us a one-star review. There's also some, some odd one-star reviews in there that I, I know have some, some strange ulterior motives. But if you guys could uh, <laughs> give, me some, give me some five stars, if you guys have some time, that would be uh, super great. You guys are so awesome. We just appreciate you guys taking the time and interacting with us on Twitter and uh, you know, if the thunder have another crazy off season coming up, I will have uh, the Sam Presti press conference today um, on Periscope. So you follow me on Twitter at Andrew K Schlecht. I'll have that there. I'll also put it out as a podcast uh, later on. So you can look for that. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you guys soon.